How to operate for grab car in the Philippines. Welcome to step by step of my crazy life. Kuya Manzano, actor, singer, entrepreneur, and Raelian life guide in the Philippines. Well, one of the businesses I have because I decided to go into business since I'm not employable, I think. Well, at least not in a traditional kind of job. I got into business and one of the businesses, one that's working is the Grab Car business, formerly Uber. And uh, I have some cars and uh, they're working around. Uh, there are drivers who make a profit out of driving it and we have a deal which is they pay me a boundary daily which you can establish in the amount you think is proper right now it's around 1000 pesos you can charge a little more you can charge a little less depending on the vehicle you have on the use it's gonna have on the trust you have in your drivers etc etc uh, you need to have uh, a company to operate this you have to create a company any kind of it can be a corporation a sole proprietorship you and you have to register it and ask for permission from the LTFRB land transportation uh, bureau I don't know there yeah, it's an organization that controls the taxis the buses all the public transportation in the Philippines personally I think it shouldn't be considered public transportation and regulated that much because after all it's private uh, owners who decide to use their car to drive people around and make some profit on top um, oh well it's a complicated matter the thing is um, the government is controlling the um, prices so much that uh, sometimes it makes it hard for people to make money out of it with raising prices and uh, with traffic happening big time in the Philippines and not being able to raise the prices too much during those peak hours where you cannot do so many trips but well aside from that what you need is a car you can buy a new car or a second-hand car the at least three years new yeah that's one of the requirements to get it into the grab platform the grab car platform and then you ask for a CPC it's one of the requirements in the LTFRB or a provisional authority yeah and you have to re renew your provisional authority every 90 days keep on doing it until you get your permanent license which is the CPC for that you will need uh, to pay taxes to have uh, financial capability proof to have drivers with NBI's, uh, police clearances. Um, you will need to pass the, the grab, uh, grab uh, filters, yeah, as well to be. Uh, but right now, actually, the government has new applications on hold, new applications on hold. But I overheard that in December they're gonna open. Uh, for new applications so this could be your opportunity yeah there they might not allow hatchback cars anymore so it has to be a sedan 
with a 1200cc uh, piston displacement and a minimum length for the car for the passengers to be more comfortable. So a sedan, yeah, sedan car. What else can I tell you about it? Uh, the paperwork is very difficult and the uh, government is overloaded and uh, it's not so fast right now it takes months and months but at least you can uh, start giving some steps and uh, advance you know be ready for when whenever the permit releasings happen i've been operating for a couple of years it's uh, you take as an operator you take care of maintenance normally yeah, and uh, you need to have the insurances and you pay for those. A comprehensive insurance and then a third party insurance, unless the insurance that you get has both things, yeah? But not many of the comprehensive insurances, I, surprised, I was surprised to know that they don't include the third party insurance, which, are, which is a requirement from the LTO, the Land Transportation Office of the Philippines requires you to have a third party insurance and if you don't have it they sell it to you yeah so um that's a very convenient business because actually they sell it to you inside the offices of the lto which is a little weird yeah especially in the new times of duterte without um, corruption and stuff i don't think it should be that they sell you anything inside a government uh, office yeah they shouldn't sell insurance they shouldn't be selling uh, food <laughs> it should be a very transparent uh, business and uh, very clear and with um, with official receipts for every payment but well we're getting there it's getting uh, more clean and more um, more transparent as time goes by. I, I can tell you that as an operator, sometimes I don't have drivers for many reasons and I end up driving the cars myself. Or there's been some accidents and, uh, and the car has to stay in the mechanic for a week, yeah? Or more, yeah? Until you process all the papers with the insurances, which is a second kind of headache so well those are the things you gotta deal with but the most important part uh, my advice as an operator is to find the correct driver yeah so i suggest you really interview a good bunch of them and then choose follow your heart and your and your head do a good background check on them yeah call call investigate check their house check their barangay do all the due diligence yeah before you take the step because that person is gonna get your car and he's gonna be responsible of paying you every week yeah if uh, they start asking for advance money for delayed payment i would strongly advise not to give in and to cut that relationship earlier than later and be sad yeah it's better not to have a driver than to have a driver that's a headache. There you go. That's my experience in two years. If you want to know a little more, some, something that I haven't covered, just contact me. I'm Kuya Manzano in every social network. 
and I'll be happy to guide you, yeah? Love and infinity, see ya!